like I said, it keeps things very frosty. So, um, <laughs> yes, this is a mini so This is also after Noonified. I'm Emily. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a name? Oh, I'm Sarah. Hi. I I have given up trying to say our names in the minis because what I do remember is that we always forget. It just had the same energy as that episode of SpongeBob where he tried to be normal. <laughs> so I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to title this mini for reals. Um, but today, um, I know we discussed doing a, a Greek myth episode and mm-hmm. where that led was you can't find actual greek myths on the internet it's all people like trying to be smart about them which i don't give a shit about um so if you guys have any recommendations for books of greek myths that aren't written for children i'd love to hear it i don't understand why not written for children has to be a requirement sometimes those are the best ones no they take out the best bits like i don't think that it's is going fair. to there's a lot of uh the gnarly parts. Yeah, I don't think it's going to include the story of how Zeus turned a cloud into a lady-shaped cloud and a dude fucked it because he was in love with Hera. Like, it's just not going to be in that story. <laughs> um, but no, today uh, it's going to be kind of a mythology fairy tale theater crossover, and we are going to hear the tale of the Baba Yaga. <gasps> I love the Baba Yaga. So if you're unfamiliar, <laughs> outside of a John Wick context, um, Baba Yaga is a witch. She lives in the Russian forest in a hut perched on chicken legs. Um, so unlike most witches, she doesn't have a broom. She flies in a bucket with a broom to push herself off the forest floor. It's very badass. I thought it was a mortar and pestle. I'm sure there are variations. That's yeah, it's, there are variations. Um, so yeah, a, a bucket and a broom or a mortar and pestle, which is more mind-boggling um, conceptually. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Baba Yaga is kind of an asshole. She eats children. You know, fun, fun witch stuff. Very classic witch. Yeah. So the version of the story, which I found in three different places, all roughly the same story with some, like, things changed, none of which make mention of the fact that her house has chicken legs. That's the best part. I know. Uh, so this one is from a book called Russian Fairy Tales by W.R.S. Ralston courtesy of Project Gutenberg and the saint on Reddit who posted a list of 100 ebooks of myths and fairy tales. Nice. God bless them. All right. I don't know if this is going to be fairy tale voice um, or just we'll see where it leads us. Can you do a witch voice? No. <laughs> You're on Monster Pod with me. You know I can't do voices. <laughs> I did a voice one time and you guys made fun of me for half an hour. <laughs> So once upon a time, there was an old couple. The husband lost his wife and married again, but he had a daughter from the first marriage, a young girl, and she found no favor in the eyes of her evil stepmother, who used to beat her and consider how she could get her killed. That's uh, pretty harsh right off the bat. It's Russian. Nothing (laughs) soft in Russia. Uh, One day, the father went away somewhere. Doesn't specify where. I assume maybe on a business trip. So he went away, and so the stepmother said to the girl, go to your aunt, my sister, and ask her for a needle and thread to make you a dress. Now that aunt was a Baba Yaga, (gasps) right? Uh, So the girl was no There are multiple Baba Yagas? I guess. I guess Baba Yaga is just a witch. So all the Russian forest can be blessed with a, a resident witch. You know, that's fine. I like that. I like that there are more than one Baba Yaga like in the a, world. It's, it's like mall Santas. Like, <laughs> you got a franchise. 
Uh, So the girl was no fool, and she went to a real aunt of hers first, and said, Good morning, auntie. Good morning, my dear. What have you come for? Mother has sent me to her sister to ask for a needle and thread to make me a dress. Then her aunt instructed her what to do. There is a birch tree there, niece, which would hit you in the eye. You must tie a ribbon round it. There are doors, which would creak and bang. You must pour oil on their hinges. There are dogs, which would tear you into pieces. You must must throw them these rolls. I assume she gave her rolls. Uh, There is a cat, which would scratch your eyes out. You must give it a piece of bacon. So the girl went away and walked and walked till she came to the place. There stood a hut, and in it sat weaving the Baba Yaga. Good morning, auntie, said the girl. Good morning, my dear, replies the Baba Yaga. Mother has sent me to ask you for a needle and thread to make me a dress. Now, um, I'm pause for a second. Why didn't she ask her other non Baba Yaga aunt for a needle and thread? Maybe she was busy. <laughs> Not so busy that she couldn't give advice, but too busy to go <laughs> grab a needle and thread. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Tell makes makes total sense. I don't. I don't get what the deal. The, your problem is. Yeah. I'm. I'm dumb. Clearly. Um. <laughs> Very well, said the Babiaga. Sit down and weave a little in the meantime. I guess it takes a long time to get a needle and thread. <laughs> so the girl sat down behind the loom, and the Babiaga went outside and said to her servant maid, Go and heat the bath and get my niece washed. And mind you, look sharp after her. I want to breakfast off her. Mm-hmm. And I assume very like, straightforward. And not in the way that they like hire naked ladies and put like sushi bars on them at like rich people's parties. <laughs> Breakfast is a verb, yes. We got to bring that back. Yeah, I mean, lunch still is used as a verb sometimes. I guess if you're yeah. an asshole, but... Or like when you say you're going to sup for supper. Yeah, that one was always weird. I Just the concept of calling dinner suppers. We're not going to get into it because I know you have opinions. <laughs> I don't necessarily have opinions, but I did... This is such a tangent that is not interesting, but I'm going to tell you it anyway. So... I wasn't introduced to the concept of lunch until I went to college. What? Like, we had lunch in school, but, like, as far as, like, meals at home, we had breakfast, dinner, supper. We never had, like, lunch. Yeah, so this wasn't, this. yeah, it just wasn't a thing. We just, I mean, we had lunch, we just called it dinner, and we called dinner supper. Is that common, or do you just come from a family of hill people? I think it's just kind of like a rural thing. I don't know. Interesting. I, I've gotten it through my head now. I do use the term lunch and dinner <laughs> more so than dinner and supper, but it's just it wasn't how we talked when I was a kid. Yeah, supper is just so folksy, and I would assume that comes before dinner. I feel like supper is like a meal you have with your family, whereas like dinner, it feels more formal. I don't know. Hmm. Dinner feels like a suburban thing, and supper feels like <laughs> a farm thing. I This is... <laughs> Yeah, you eat dinner out of a pail in the fields, and then you have <laughs> supper. We'll do a mini about it. Don't worry. Um, <clears throat> all right. So uh, the breakfast offer. Well, the girl sat there in such a fright that she was as much dead as alive. Presently, she spoke imploringly to the servant maid, saying, Kinswoman, dear, do please wet the firewood instead of making it burn and fetch the water for the bath in a sieve. And she made her a present of a handkerchief. The Baba Yaga waited a while, and she came to the window and asked, Are you weaving, niece? Are you weaving, my dear? Oh, yes, dear aunt, I'm weaving. So the Baba Yaga went away again, and the girl gave the cat a piece of bacon and asked, Is there no way of escaping from here? And here's where it gets buck wild. Here's he, a oh, com- just here? 
Uh, just wait. Uh, here's a comb for you and a towel, said the cat. I cannot wait to hear what you're supposed to do with these two things. Continue. Uh, take them and be off. The Baba Yaga will pursue you, but you must lay your ear on the ground. And when you hear that she is close at hand, first throw, first of all, throw down the towel. It will become a wide, wide river. And if the Baba Yaga gets across the river and tries to catch you, you must lay your ear on the ground again. And when you hear that she is close at hand, throw down the comb. It will become a dense, dense forest. Through that, she won't be able to force her way out. Okay. Magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. It's a magic cat, so. That, yeah, it is talking to her, so. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My cat doesn't do that. I mean, mine do, but nothing important. <laughs> uh, the girl took the towel and the comb and fled. The dogs would have rent her, but she threw them the rolls and they let her go by. The doors would have begun to bang, but she poured oil on their hinges and they let her pass through. The birch tree would have poked her eyes out, but she tied the ribbon around it, and it let her pass on. It's a very prescient aunt. Just knew everything. How does she know so much about the Baba Yaga? She's simultaneously the least helpful and the most helpful aunt. Like, <laughs> couldn't lend her a needle and thread, but could, you know, give her all this other stuff. And the cat sat down to the loom and worked away, muddled everything about if it didn't, too, if it didn't do much weaving. Up came the Baba Yaga to the window and asked, Are you weaving, niece? Are you weaving, my dear? I'm weaving, dear aunt. I'm weaving, gruffly replied the cat. (laughs) Good cat. My cat would not be this helpful. The Baba Yaga rushed into the hut and saw that the girl was gone and took to beating the cat and abusing it for not having (gasps) scratched the girl's eyes out. I know. (sighs) It's a witch, Sarah. (laughs) I know, but she was going to be a cool, like, clearly, like, she's a cool witch. Like, yeah, she's going to eat the little girl, but... (laughs) I will draw the line at being your cat. Uh, long as I've served you, said the cat, you've never given me so much as a bone, but she gave me bacon. Then the Babiaga pounced upon the dogs, on the doors, on the birch tree, and on the servant maid, and set to work to abuse them all and knock them about. Then the dog said Seems to her- Seems like she could have better things to do with her time, like well, chasing after the girl she wanted to eat so badly. <laughs> uh, then the dog said to her, long as we've served you, you've never so much as pitched us a burnt crust, but she gave us rolls to eat. And the door said, long as we've served you, you've never even poured a drop of water on our hinges, and she poured oil on us. The birch tree said, long as I've served you, you've never tied a single thread round me, but she fastened a ribbon around me. That birch tree's into some weird shit. I was like, what's the birch tree's obsession with ribbons and strings? I mean, I'm sure they do look nice. It, It probably looks very nice. Um, and the servant maid said, long as I've served you, never given me so much as a rag, but she gave me a handkerchief. The Babiaga, bony of limb, quickly jumped into her mortar and sent it flying along with the pestle. There you go. Uh, sweeping away the sweeping away the while all traces of its flight with a broom. Oh, interesting. Combo. Wow, she's talented. That's a lot to do at once. Like, not just the flying. She's rowing this... Mortal, mortar like a fucking gondolier with a pestle and then like one arm behind her with a broom just sweeping away like her her vapor trail very dexterous <laughs> uh, so she was set off in pursuit of the girl then the girl put her ear to the ground and when she heard the babiaga was chasing her and was now close at hand she flung down the towel and it became a wide river i don't know why i paused so weird there um up came the babiaga to the river and gnashed her te- teeth with spite Then she went home for her oxen and drove them to the river. The oxen drank up... How many animals does she have? At least seven. (laughs) 
The oxen drank up every drop of the river, and then the Babiaga began the pursuit anew. Okay, so we're going to pause for a second again. I would have to assume the mortar and pestle do not fly, because she could have just flown over the river. So the implication is that she is dragging it. (laughs) See, I always pictured it flying as well. Interesting. But she's dragging it, like with the... I have to imagine it's a very heavy stone to be a mortar and pestle of that size. Yeah. That a witch could ride in it. All right. So she began her pursuit anew. But the girl put her ear to the ground again, and when she heard that the Babiago was near, she flung down the comb and instantly a forest sprang up. Such an awfully thick one. The Babiaga began gnawing away at it, but however hard she worked, she couldn't gnaw her way through it, so she had to go back again. <laughs> it's not how you get through. You can't chew your way through a forest. You can if you're a beaver. This is painting a very strange picture of the Babiaga. Uh, by this time, the girl's father had returned home, and he asked, where is my daughter? She's gone to her aunt's, replied. <laughs> She's gone to her aunt's, replied the stepmother. Soon afterwards, the girl herself came running home. Where have you been? asked her father. Ah, father, she said. Mother sent me to aunt's to ask for a needle and thread to make me a dress, but aunt's a Baba Yaga and she wanted to eat me. And how did you get away, daughter? Why like this, said the girl, and explained the whole matter. As soon as her father had heard all about it, he became wroth, whatever that means, with his wife and and shot her. Um, But he and his daughter lived on and flourished and everything went well with them. The end. Except for the murder. Like, yes, the mother was kind of a bitch. Was that self def I mean, she did send her to a place where she would for sure die. That's true, but like... Also, I don't think murder was illegal at the time that the story was uh, conceived. It just seems like overreaction a little bit. A little, yeah. I mean, just divorce her seems to be the, the better. I did read a version where she also had stepsisters, and then when she came back, they all turned to dust, and I'm not really sure how that happened. That's a lot of... I mean, there's a lot let's of not try and logic our way out of this one. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's um, like the main story of the Baba Yaga that I found. I assume there are like smaller stories where it's like, oh, the Baba Yaga lives in the woods and mortar and pestle and, you know, how like she features very heavily in like a lot of very famous folklore, Russian folklore tales. Oh, she did feature heavily in um, Bartok's Big Adventure, the sequel to Anastasia. Uh, direct video, I presume. Yes. Um, and also in the reboot of Hellboy starring um, that handsome man from Black Widow and Stranger, Stranger Things, Things, David Harbour, as Hellboy. Bobby Yaga, very creepy in that. Uh, otherwise, I bet yeah, it's like a C, C plus. Um, and I think she's also mentioned a lot in uh, what, Ant-Man 2. <laughs> yeah. Is she? I haven't uh, yes. seen Ant-Man 2 since I, it was in theaters. Uh, no, the, the Russian guy, um, Polka Dot <gasps> <That's right>. Man. <laughs> yep. His name I can't remember ever. That guy. You know the guy. You've seen him. Look him up. The one that's in literally everything this year. He was in fucking Dune, Suicide Squad. He was in Dune? Yeah. He was, um, oh, Peter, the asshole man. He was on the bad side. Was he, he one was... of the villain, villain dudes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, remember what who called. played that character in the, the, 80s dune but 70s doesn't matter it's the story of the bobby um i was gonna do a big goof where i just started retelling the story of john wick and then i realized that that might go over (laughs) some people's heads i it would have taken me a little bit i yeah i have seen john wick um i yeah 
I feel like it really loses its thread uh, midway through the second one. (laughs) I mean, are you really watching John Wick for the plot? I feel like the plot is just... Secondary? (sighs) Yeah, it's kind of like just something in the background to keep things happening. This is true. Which is fine. This is not a critique of John Wick. I should... I love John Wick. Some movies don't need a plot. Some just need Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I found that a very handsome man can really um, make a film. All right. Well, that's the mini. I hope you liked it. Um, send us your fan art of the Bobby Yaga scooting her mortar and pestle along the forest floor. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, guys. Bye. We love you. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.